Generals, as usual, this podcast is brought to you by Shirt Caviar. Visit shirtcaviar.com today and pick up that exclusive One Gram Army t-shirt. And check out other t-shirt designs so sick, you won't be able to help but shirt yourself. Also, you can support this podcast directly by visiting patreon.com slash onegramarmy. Patrons receive access to exclusive content and a shout-out on each and every episode of this podcast for the life of their subscription. And now, on to the show. Welcome. Welcome to the One Grand Army Podcast. Thank you for listening to my daddy's stupid podcast. And remember, his head is full of doo-doo, so don't listen to anything he says. Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast, where I am Graham, the One Graham Army, and this is a podcast. Oh, thank you for joining us once again, everyone. Uh, here we are, still doing this 2020 thing. Um, I don't. I, I'm not shooting a video this week. I know last week I was like, I have to shoot a video to keep in the uh, in the practice of doing it. But I don't have any funny videos to show you this week. Um, shout out to Loose Assholes, though, uh, who has sent me a bunch of funny stuff. And I think next weekend, actually, I may just do uh, a live stream and we'll all just watch videos together. I think that's going to be the best way to do that part of the podcast that I lost to the pandemic. And it's, I think, and I think I have a plan, a plan for moving forward through these ridiculous times where the uh, entire format of the show was d- disrupted uh, for far longer than I assumed it would be. I uh, hope you're all doing well. Shout out to all of you, Jim Nunya, Loose Assholes, Bebe, Noah, anybody who is still Kevin Schmidt, Dr. Kevin Schmidt. Anyone who is still listening uh, through all this time, I really do appreciate it. So, as many of you know, last week, uh, I t- spoke to... Sorry about all the uhs. And, and I do also apologize in advance. This episode may have a bit of an NPR energy, as me and Tony used to say. Uh, I just, you know, we're I'm just very laid back. It's a Sunday while I'm recording. It's raining outside. And, uh, and it was, it was a good day. It was a good day. Actually, I kind of came in here a little bit bummed out, but now that I'm putting it all in front of me and saying it out loud, it was a very good day. The bears won in the football, which is happening somehow. And, uh, the Cubs, uh, pitcher Alec Mills threw a no hitter today. I was very excited about that actually. And it's a big deal. And for those of you who remember back from the sports with a capital F days, those were basically the only two sports teams I ever talked about, so that's why it wasn't a sports podcast anymore. But, you know, good for them, good on them, no hitters are big, and it was great, and it came against the Brewers, the much-hated Brewers. Uh, if you're not, you know, a baseball fan, you can look up the rivalry. Excuse me. A strange one, actually, because the Brewers were an American League team for a very long time, and then somehow became a National League team, and they ended up in our division, blah, blah, blah. But it has been a fun rivalry that's been growing for a while. And seeing the Cubs throw a no-hitter today and the Bears winning uh, their first game of the season despite all of Mitch Trubisky's efforts, it's a good day. It's a good day. 
Uh, and back to however this started, what I meant to say was, so as you know, last week I interviewed Camden uh, Hill from the Babylon and Dablin podcast. Those gentlemen were kind enough to have me on, and they ran a somewhat inflammatory advertisement of mine, which I appreciate. So today we're going to be talking to Scott, who is the other host of that specific podcast. And I do encourage you guys to check it out. I... I I'll I'll get into it during the podcast, but obvious like during the interview portion. But the I was very disappointed to find out that these guys existed right around the time I couldn't have people in my house anymore. So I'm just doing them over the phone, and I think I've done enough damage here. And hopefully Scott is going to really bring some good energy. Let's give him a call now. This is your favorite part where it gets super loud in your ears as you hear the phone ring. It's ringing. Oh, why do I always fucking say that? Mostly, mostly. Oh, yes. Can you hear me, sir? Yeah. What's up, man? Beautiful. Beautiful. How are you? I'm doing great. Is my sound okay? Am I coming through all right? It's actually, actually, your sound is uh, like way better than I expected it to be. What are you up to over there? Uh, I'm running it through the uh, the Rodecaster Pro. So basically, I have it to where I'm just not recording. I just have it, you know, set up to where when you call, it's running through the Bluetooth. So I have a mic set up to it. That's beautiful. Yeah, no, you sound fantastic. Thank you for doing all that, man. Awesome, great. Yeah, no, yeah. You bring the good content, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're coming through perfectly clear. That has been something I had been considering trying to do, because uh, I know a lot of other podcasts are doing it where they'll do something over the phone or via Zoom, but then the other person will record their audio on the other end, and then you layer it. This is actually the answer to that question, because you don't have to do any of that. Yeah, you sound, yeah, it's very, it's very high quality sound coming on your end. I like that. Thank you. That's great. You're welcome, man. Oh, so um, I had just mentioned before I started, uh, before I called you, that I had, I had spoken to Cam last week, and something I've noticed uh, between the two of you, at having listened to a bunch of episodes of your podcast, is that I'm hoping this week you won't make me want to kill myself when the show is over. <laughs> well, yeah, he does. He does kind of have that effect on me, and I finish the podcast. Yeah. It was. I was like, "Oh man, me and this guy should not ever be in the same room together." That is, those are all bad energies <laughs> to feed off of. No, no, I, I, uh, I liked the episode. I listened to it. I thought it was good. Uh, that that part cracked me up. Where he, uh, it sounded like he fell into a well. Yeah, that cracked me happened. up. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, and seeing this is good too because you're, you know, clearly set up, <clears throat> ready to like record some professional audio, not wandering around in a yard full of deep, bottomless pits. So we're already off to a great start. Oh, yeah. If I fall into a well, you're going to know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, a little bit better than a whoop. <laughs> and a whoop. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed talking to Cam last week, but that was, was the first thing I kind of wanted to start off with this week is just the the thing that uh, works, in my opinion, most in podcasting, and this podcast has had so many iterations and co-hosts and stuff, is sort of the dichotomy and the importance of two people being, like, super different as far as their, like, approach to, you know, in, in large measure, their approach to reality, but also, like, the way... 
that you guys podcast. You guys started, I think Cam said you guys started like a year ago. Uh, what, what's been your favorite part about doing babbling and dabbling, uh, to this point? Like, as far as like what you've gathered, what you've, what you've learned from it, what things you guys have adjusted. Um, well, to answer the first part, um, my favorite thing about podcasting so far, like this whole year experience that we've had together is, uh, honestly just the amount of interesting people I've gotten to talk to, like that I wouldn't have gotten to really talk to anyway, like otherwise. Right. You know, like if it wasn't for this podcast, I wouldn't have been able to have a chance to talk to Spike Cohen. Of course not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and you know, I'm really into beatboxing and, uh, you know, the beatboxing scene and some of their people have been really great with like letting me talk to them on the podcast, which also probably never would have happened without this podcast. So I'm very, I'm very thankful for that and to be able to have those experiences. Thanks to this. Yeah. Well, and that's, a, that's and a, oh, good. Oh, I was just going to say, and uh, to the other part, uh, what I've uh, like gained the most or learned the most after doing this for like a year now consistently, like pretty much almost every week, with the exception of when the, you know, the pandemic really hit yeah, and we're all on. on pretty tight lockdown. Yeah. Uh, you know, we took a few, like a month or so off and we had like uh, a big backlog of episodes. So that was no problem at the time. But, uh, you know, it took us a minute to get back into the swing of things. So when we did, you know, it's kind of back to normal now, if not better. But um, what I think I've personally gained the most is I feel like I've become a better conversationalist. And I feel like I, I really take the time now more so than before to really listen and not like, and not just anticipate to respond, just listen. And when it comes naturally from my, you know, like my turn to speak, so to speak, um, just let it happen. You know what I mean? It's, it's easily the most difficult part about this medium because that was, I mentioned it on when I was screaming into my phone drunk in the backyard on your podcast, but like the thing that was like most difficult for me to uh, learn and it's something I still am learning every day is like you said, not just listening, not just waiting for the other person to stop talking so you can say your thing is... It is it is the bane of the existence of podcasters. And I think probably maybe me and Cam didn't have a harder time with it because as you saw with that ad I ran on your show, I'm a guy who doesn't like think things through very often, you know, and like so <laughs> training myself to listen to the what the other person says and then respond to that. It, 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 that is something I learned. But there was, the, you know, there was this point where the podcast had gotten to this one had gotten to where I would sit and listen to someone say something and then I would be able to throw it to a video of something insane happening. Uh, have Actually, the practice of having to adjust to doing podcasts over the phone or via Zoom in some respects has improved that for me. Um, and it, it is though the most invaluable skill you possibly. It like kind of takes with. away your safety net. Right, exactly. Yeah, because that was yeah. I. I definitely was crutching on those videos, and also too because my goal was kind of just be like, okay, this should just be silly, silly, silly all the way through. Like if things start getting serious, let's make sure it gets sillier. But without having the person in here and the TV going and playing videos, it is, it it, it, it like you said, yeah, it has. It's there's there's no safety net at all. Um, and that, 
you know, I owe you the same apology I owed Camden about my ad that I ran on your show. If no one's heard it yet, <laughs> please go listen to it. It wasn't, it wasn't, I, I promise there was no malice of forethought to that. I just kind of thought it was funny <laughs> in the moment and it was about a 10 minute, it was a whole, it was like a 10 minute thing. I was like, oh, this would be funny. Can I do it? Cam said yes. I sent him some money. I did the ad and I sent it to him. And then when I heard the ad, I was like, that was insensitive. <laughs> hey, man. It wouldn't be the libertarian thing to do to then turn it down. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I, I appreciate it. I thought it was funny. When he first showed me, I was a little like, that's an ad. <laughs> that's, uh, that's something. Well, you know, I guess we'll run it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the well that's how it works around here because this if you listen to yeah. this podcast you go eh, that's a podcast there is a recording i, I hear talking I, <laughs> I, I think i even told ken and i was like i think from now on maybe we should have people send us scripts yeah. and we'll say yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just read copy yeah don't let people pre-record their nonsense for sure <laughs> Yeah, but no, that and that was and that was a big one, man. I I wondered about that too because I'm assuming you probably reached out to Spike, right? Uh, not me. That was Camden. You know, wow. I have to give credit to Camden for most of our guests. He has gotten a lot of the big pulls and a lot of the. Uh, he, he gets most of the guests. He's got more clout than me, <laughs> basically. That's good. Though. Um, I mean, I've gotten you know a couple of the beatboxers. Yeah, it's great. I've gotten a couple of the beatboxers, and I've gotten um, who else? Um. I like a couple like musicians and things like that here and there. I do get a few guests on, but uh, he's definitely the, he does a lot of the booking and he gets a lot of our guests on. So he does a lot of footwork in that. So I got to shout him out for that. Yeah. And, and, and like, that is good. Cause you know, I, that's, that's also something that's been weird about doing this show. And it was, it was very, like I mentioned on your podcast and I mentioned when I talked to Camden, but like it, it was super unfortunate that I found out you guys existed after the time where I could was having people over because like literally two weeks before all of this broke, I had set up to where I could have four people in here. There were microphones everywhere. There were headphones everywhere. I had like wires ran with tapes all over the place. And when, uh, uh, when Adam told me about you guys, I was like, oh, I can't wait. Yeah, let's talk to them. Let's figure out a way to get us all in the same room together. And then I was like, oh, wait, I can't kill my daughter's grandparents. So I got to not have people over <laughs> yeah. here. It is. And, th and that did is. You say your did you say your daughter's grandparents? Yeah, I can't kill them. So I can't have. Oh, okay. So your parents. Yeah, no, her grand, her mom's grandparents. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I yeah. was just in a, for a second in my head. I'm like, That's a fancy way of saying my parents. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, no. People who listen regularly know the deal. But so, like, my parents live in Chicago, and then my daughter's mother's parents live here in Georgia. Um, but gotcha. her, my daughter's mother is uh, not like a super cool person. So they're like the other half of my ability to raise my daughter. And I was so over the course of all of this, I've been like, well, that's great. There's all these low risk things you can do. But I like I if I kill those people, it's going to really throw a wrench in the whole uh, existing thing and being able to you know, earn a living and all of that. And I've been, I yeah know, yeah. I listened to your guys's podcast many times, uh, very enviously, because I have been in this house for a long time, Scott. I've been here for quite some time. Can you bring me a beer, Brady? 
Sorry, I was asking my girlfriend to bring me beer. It's very important. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you that, too, because I know Cam is uh, sober. What about you? Yeah, man. I uh, Well, I wouldn't say – I would. yeah, I'm sober, but I don't, like, not because I'm, like, an addict. I just – I drink every now and then. Right. Like, uh, you know, I, I'll go through phases where I'm drinking, like, every weekend, and then I'll go months without anything. I won't drink at all. So okay. I smoke cigarettes, and that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I haven't smoked weed since I was like seventeen. That's a whole story because I wow. basically like it, it gave me anxiety, and I've been struggling with that anxiety. It gave me over ten years ago. Ever since, it's never went away. Jesus, and weed kind of fucked up my life. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? That's fun. You know, that's funny. That's a good. That's a very good point of conversation because I think that that's something that's quite often overlooked in the world we live in, where people are like, "Ah, oh, weed's legal. Most everywhere, smoke it. You'll enjoy it. It'll be great." But lots and lots of people well, smoke the weed that's around today, and you know, <laughs> have existential crises that drag on and on through their whole life. It's not like it's not like it was when I was in high school, because when I was in high school in Chicago, yeah. we would like smoke at lunch. We'd smoke in the morning. But I think if we did that now, we would all be in a psych institute. <laughs> like if well, one, there's probably something potentially negatively impactful about smoking weed when you're still developing as a teenager. Uh, yeah, there is. And on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I promise. Based yeah, on the trajectory okay. of my life, I'm 35 now. I can say probably wish I wouldn't have done that, but good. <laughs> And on on top of that, um, weed is only getting stronger, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think we are have been technically prepared or well informed enough about the potential side effects or impacts it can have on you. Yeah. Like I think for the average person, most people, it's great, and I think you know it's a medicine. I think that it probably should be legalized, and you know that it it does great things for many people. But I don't like that it's it's um for some reason there's such a negative connotation to like acknowledge that there's possibly some negative side effects that can happen to people like they defend it so hard and like that it's it's just miracle and and for some people it is that's great right but i do feel like there should be some more like i feel that people should be warned like the way i should have been that i could potentially fuck my life up Right, and well, make my life difficult for the rest of my life. Yeah, and it sh- it should it should be an honest conversation, you know, because I'm in total I'm in total agreement. I do think it should be legalized. I do think that for most people, it's fine, right? But there needs to be a, that part of that conversation needs to be, hey, if you have an adverse reaction to this, you shouldn't keep consuming it. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't like this. Sh- yeah. This this may not be the uh, route you need to take to find to find happiness within yourself. If when you use it, <laughs> it causes you grave anxiety that lasts for days and days, or in your case, for a long time. You know, and and who knows? It's it it's actually kind of parallels in some respects to coronavirus, where they're like, you know, there's there's people who are like, oh, it's not a big deal. Because they're like all these people who died had pre-existing conditions, right? Well, the, some of those pre-existing conditions are kind of flimsy. You know, like having hypertension isn't yeah. a death sentence. But in the same token, exactly. Pe- in the same token, people are like, oh, well, you shouldn't smoke marijuana if you have a mental, if you have a mental health issue. Well, how are you gonna know? You know, like, like, what if it is some sort of mild? Yeah, weird like if you die from chemistry? a gunshot wound, like, well, he had high blood pressure. 
You know, it's right. going to make him bleed out faster. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and if and if you smoke marijuana and you you know and it like causes you to have severe anxiety, you have like a actual traumatic event based on using it. How are you? What do you like? Uh, it's it's the same argument. They're like, oh well, I guess you deserve that. But how would you know? It's the wrong strain. Yeah, you're using the wrong strain. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, do not get me started because because listen, I'm I'm a I'm I'm a full fledged advocate for all of this stuff. I my body is a dumpster, but I'm yeah. just saying that like the. It, the thing with weed is that is all like if you're looking for a parallel, if you've ever gotten into wine, right? So like if you get into wine there for years and there still is like this entire industry of sommeliers and restaurants and winemakers where they're like, oh, this tastes like vanilla or this tastes like, you know, these crushed fermented grapes taste like this or they taste like that. Like the reality is like science has shown you could give someone like a $4 glass of wine in the right setting and literally even just show them the right colored piece of paper and they will believe that that's the finest wine they've ever drank. And then you could put them in like a different scenario with a hundred dollar bottle of wine and they won't enjoy it. Like there's so much subjectivity there. And I, and you know, like I said, like I'm, I'm, I'm big into legalizing weed, but also I have to look at the people who also support it, who are talking about it, where they're like, oh, well, it's like a body and then it's euphoric and it's energizing. <laughs> and like, you know, this one is good for like, if you have to go to work, I'm like all of them in the right situation, make you feel like your house is collapsing in on you. Yeah. You know, like yeah, exactly. all of them will make you see the devil if you use enough of them. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, everyone's brain's fucking different, too. And there's no like, this is what's going to happen if you smoke this and this strain. Like, you know, everyone's brain chemistry is different. and It's going to respond differently. Exactly. Yeah. And, and like I said, you know, there's there's very little, you know. I guess if you have like a family history of schizophrenia and you've had a brain scan and they've, you know, then they've coded your genetic sequence, you would know ahead of time. But otherwise, the average person wouldn't have any way to know, you know, and it, like, it does. Well, yeah, like I'm really hoping that eventually that catches up to like modern science and we're able to kind of know ahead of time a little better, like this drug is going to make you react this way based on your brain chemistry. You shouldn't touch this. Right. You know, like I, 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 we'll get there eventually, I think, but just not yet. I think we still need to be a little bit, a little bit cautious when we're messing with our brain chemistry. Yeah. And I, yeah, it would be, it would be massively beneficial to society. If you could spit in a test tube and they'd go, Oh yeah. If you take acid, you're going to jump off your roof. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know yeah. just get it out of the way. You just do everybody when they're like 17, 18 years old, like, hey, you're about to become an adult. Let's find out what you shouldn't do. And they're like, oh, yeah, if you see cocaine, you're going to become a heroin addict. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But I have, I, I you know, I've really enjoyed listening to your guys' podcasts, and I promise I don't know if it's going to be post-vaccine or when I just give up or, you know, we find out we all have the antibodies or whatever. But I really, when whatever this is clears up, I do hope to have you guys here in person, man, because I really, I enjoy the shit out of y'all's podcast. And Adam was like instrumental in pointing me in your guys' direction. I really appreciate that, man. Um, I've really, there's nothing like 
the in-person inter- like podcast and interview. Uh, the phone's cool, but it doesn't touch like the in-person like interaction when it comes to podcasts and and it's really sucks that this happened like when we all got in the podcast. <laughs> right. Well, and like, and I'm telling you too, yeah. if you guys come over here, this is like Disney world of podcasting. I have like cameras and audio equipment and there's headphones everywhere. And my microphones are all on articulating arms. And like, it's just a little room. <laughs> it's, I'm, it's so much fun. I got all kinds of goofy shit on the walls. Like I really blew this podcast office out when I moved into this house. And then shortly after that was like, oh, well, I guess I just sit in here and look at this because I, you know, I not only do my pot. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. It's been the it's been a weird obstacle for me because when all this happened, I was like, oh, dude, I'm about to put out so much content. And then I was like, wait, who am I going to put out content with? Oh, and also (laughs) I work in this room now. Like not this is like this isn't just my fun room. This is like the room I work in now too. Oh yeah, so um, I don't. I, didn't you say that you were in the medical field? No, 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 no. I, no, I work in sales. I sell. Uh, I, oh, in sales. Yeah, okay. I, I I work for a company that sells industrial equipment. I don't want to get too specific because a big part of doing this podcast has been keeping it from my employers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it is something you can do from home. Luckily, that you've been able to. It is like luckily stay quarantined. That's yeah, awesome. absolutely, and and it is, and it. I'll tell you what the weirdest fucking thing is, Scott, is that like we're still quarantining here, and literally everyone else is doing whatever they want. I'm like, why? How did? <laughs> please, please wear your mask. I want to come outside too, guys. Come on, please wear your mask. Please just stop. Stop, stop licking each other just for like a week. I will say like pretty much every gas station and delivery I go to one in 20 people have a mask on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, especially here, dude. I, yeah. Cause I don't know how far, how far, how big a radius is your delivery area? Um, I would, well, it's not a perfect circle. Right. It's kind of like they just <laughs> shot a bunch of paintballs on the map. We're like, here's the places. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we go as far north as uh, like technically crossing in the Macon, like on 247. Yeah. Where that like crystals is like right past that. Okay. And then we go as far south as like, um, like Thompson Mill Road. I don't know if you know where that is. Like a uh, little past 96. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause back yeah. in, in yeah. BC, which is what I refer, I refer to it as BC or BP, which be either being before Corona or before Pandy is like, <laughs> I traveled for work, man. Like I traveled all the time. I was gone like three days yeah. a week traveling between Georgia and Florida and Alabama, like meeting customers. Like part of my job was traveling. And then in March I came inside and I haven't fucking left since. <laughs> you've, you've had a full tank of gas the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Oh dude, my, dude, my car's getting three months to the gallon. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's amazing gas mileage, man. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about um, I also got to say, man. Um, oh, good. Oh, I was just going to say, I've been uh, listening to some of your podcasts as well, like kind of going back through. I don't know if you've noticed some of my comments, but I've been watching a lot of the YouTube ones. Oh, and, dude, I'm uh, really bad. You, got, you, you really got something, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that, man. And I am also really bad 
about doing the YouTube comments. And this is a little inside baseball here. So like I set up my podcast, my YouTube channel and all that. And then I used a different YouTube channel to do like all my YouTube premium stuff. So I almost never see what actually happens on my YouTube channel. (laughs) I'll let you know another secret. I have no idea how well I'm doing on iTunes because when I posted the RSS feed, to iTunes. I did it through the guy who I first started doing the podcast with who did it through his wife because she was the only one with an iTunes account. So I have no idea how many people are listening to it there. But thank you. I do appreciate We have a similar... Oh yeah, no problem, man. It's been great. Um, uh, Shoot, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, we've had had a similar issue uh, sometimes with um, when people try to subscribe to the podcast. We started off like the first few weeks on Podbean, yeah, and then we moved to Anchor, and then we moved to Anchor. So, like the first uh, people start from like episode one, they'll usually like look for it on like Spotify or just wh- wherever they're looking for it, and oftentimes it's Spotify. And there's an account linked to that original Podbean Podbean account. They're like, "How come you guys haven't uploaded all the episodes? There's only like four of them." <laughs> and they, they're basically <laughs> like, "All right, that's, that's the old Pod. It looks the exact same, so it's like there's no different." So they have to like search again and like just try to find the original. So I got we got to figure out a way to delete that so that doesn't come up anymore. But yeah, and who the yeah, fuck that's knows? Been a, a little bit of an issue we're running into. Once you have an RSS feed loaded, who knows like where? It, dude, I'm like this podcast is on a few services where I'm like I don't think I put it on there, and they're like, ah, well, we just oh yeah, some people like, hey, up. we found you on Pocket Cast. I was like. Oh, cool. I never heard of that. All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had all these diluted numbers. But yeah, so unless and which is the worst, it's the worst possible situation for me to be in where I'm like the most popular podcast aggregating software on earth. I'm like, I don't know how I do there. Like, hey, 50, <laughs> 50 people are listening on Google Play Music. That's a good sign, I guess. I don't have any. Nine people saw it on YouTube. How, what, how am I supposed to extrapolate this? <laughs> it's but it, yeah, man. But I, I think you're doing a great job. So definitely keep it up. I, I've been enjoying the content lately. Thank you. And uh, I like how you try. It seems like you've tried a lot of different things, and you're, uh, which is good. Like, like you know, you'll go through like trying, like uh, the whole video thing format out, and then you'll try live streaming. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you do all that consistently, but uh, it seems like you've you've just, you're starting to find a little bit of a rhythm. Thank and uh, I think it's definitely working, man. I, I, I like your uh, your comedic style. I, appre- I I really do appreciate that, Scott. Thank you. And I don't take compliments very well because I hate everything I do. But I'm sure you're used to dealing with people like that because I talked to Camden recently. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Nobody likes taking compliments. <laughs> yeah. But I and and um, I don't the live the live streaming thing to me is just sort of I'm really just playing with that in the sense that like. I think that that will eventually, as as long as this is going to last, like in the next few weeks, that will probably eventually take the place of me having someone live in here to show video clips to and play soundboard bumps to, to being able to just use the chat on Twitch to show people videos and, you know sort of just involve whoever is watching. You know, even if it's four people, I can be like, "Hey, have you guys, you know, seen this dude rack himself on this fence? It's great." You know, and then there's some kind of feedback. White power. Yeah, that one was pretty funny too. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that one. 
<laughs> did you see the original video? Because see, that's a that's a deep cut for me too, though. Because you know, like I'm a Cubs fan, so I'm like talk, constantly talking shit about Cardinals yeah. fans. But yeah, the fact that like the only reason I ever played that white power, how are you guys doing? Video was because the kid was wearing a Cardinals shirt, and it was just a jab <laughs> at people I know who are Cardinals fans. It had nothing yeah. to do with actually discussing, uh, you know, white supremacy or racial injustice. And also, nothing is wrong with, you know, picking literally the worst possible people to, uh, you know, give a platform <laughs> yeah. to. Like that poor methed out orange faced kid in that Cardinal shirt going, what power? How are you guys doing? There was something, <laughs> there was just something so funny about the way he said it too. You know, like someone would be like, oh, hey, yeah. nice to meet you. He's like, like why power? How are you guys doing? <laughs> when you when you hear that and you say, all right, when you hear that, imagine what that guy would look like. That's what he looks like. Yeah, it's too spot on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, man, I missed that drop, too, because that was something I said, too, because Tony, my previous co-host, we mentioned it on his last episode. I was like, you know, Adam's going to come in here and kind of take over the co-hosting duties and I'm going to have to retire this white power. How are you guys doing soundbite? And Tony was like, well, you either got to retire it or you guys got to really lean into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you guys I remember that. You either have to retire it or start high fiving every time you play it. Uh, oh, also, I uh, one more thing while we're on this topic. I, I just watched the uh, the parody you did if uh, Rogan interviewed Kanye West, <laughs> and that shit had me dying. Thank you. Like especially the little, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> that shit was cracking me the fuck up, dude. <laughs> that we put way too. That went, dude. That took like a whole day, and it's like two minutes yeah. long. <laughs> My, dude, and I had, Especially when he did it like nine times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, that was great. <laughs> One of the keys to comedy is repetition, you know? It's like if you didn't think it was funny the first yeah. time, wait till I do it the tenth time. Well, yeah, it's like you're going to get the people that think it's funny already, and then the people that don't think it's funny, you're going to get them because you've done it so many times. You're like, okay, I'll laugh. I got it. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, please make it stop. <laughs> Uh, I do. But yeah, I appreciate that, man. And I was talking to Camden, too. And I mean, you know, as we're wrapping it up here, I was going to say, I know you guys had mentioned that you guys hadn't started the video component yet. Um, I, uh, Not quite. <laughs> I would, If I was you guys, I would start. I, and I don't know if you do already or not, but I would just start posting the audio on YouTube, just giving like people more avenues to listen to the audio. Um. And then really mull the video thing over. Like, I'm not shooting video this week, but dude, it's like a... So it's like the doing the podcast is fun, right? Doing the podcast and then doing your own video is kind of like uh, stabbing yourself in the throat. Like, while you're in the middle of having a really good time. Because <laughs> you're like, oh god, there's this other back end of this. Yeah, it, we so we've experimented with video once before, and uh, it didn't go that well. Um, we were starting to run in, Most of our issues are with, like, the video coming out right and yeah. not, like, being corrupted or fucked up. So that's one of our issues. Um, we have started, like, we're working with a guy named uh, Maximal Marketing. Shout out to him. 
Oh yeah, I um, heard you guys uh, ran an ad for him on the last episode. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's been helping out, helping us out with uh, like the thumbnail designs and stuff. And uh, we're gonna work out a schedule where we can start getting the episodes uploaded to YouTube. We've already got one uploaded as like a practice test. I haven't really promoted it yet because I want to make sure I get like the the thumbnails and the titles all you know looking right and making people want to click it. Yeah. Before I start promoting it. Yeah, so, uh, absolutely. And make sure I get a few episodes out. But uh, I definitely think that YouTube is going to be instrumental and a big part of our success if we, you know, want to make this happen. So I've been really focusing a lot on trying to make that happen. So that's, I definitely agree with you on that. Oh, yeah. Because it doubles not only as, like, a place to have your podcast, but also as a search engine, which is, like, you know, you can't go to Spotify and, like, I doubt if you search for Spike Cohen on Spotify, you're going to find our podcast with him. Right. And I feel like you're going to have a way easier time doing that on YouTube. Like, if you just look for Spike Cohen podcast, we might pop up. Yeah, well, uh, or, yeah, and then by well, the same token, if you look up Dolphin Rape on YouTube, uh, you're going to find us a lot faster than you will searching for it on Google. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got going Yeah, it's, def- it's definitely uh, <laughs> something you got to have in your arsenal is having the YouTube videos. It's a... Uh, an old penitentiary trick that I like to... Uh, <laughs> oh, thank uh, <laughs> you. It is an old penitentiary <laughs> trick. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, yeah, I've been trying for how long we've been on the phone? 37, 31 minutes to waiting, figure out how to tie that in somewhere. Waiting for yeah. the old penitentiary <laughs> trick. Yeah, I don't want to play it on the soundboard because you can't hear it, but I think I am going to invest in one of those roadcasters because the fact that my guests can't hear every time I hit that's an old penitentiary trick is kind of a letdown. Um but yeah, and the YouTube, the other thing I'll say for you guys too is that the YouTube channel is fun, especially since you guys are involved in so many other sort of creative uh, endeavors, is that you can throw all that shit up there too. You know, I did a, like on my YouTube channel, oh, exactly. I, I did a steamed hams meme. I did this dumb thing called Walker Chicken Ranger, which if you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Uh, there's, uh, you know, I, you can put clips up and stuff. It, it, it is like, a, it's just sort of another canvas with which to assault people with your content. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and I have like, you know, and Camden is kind of on board with it. I have more plans for Babylon and Babylon. I don't want Babylon and Babylon to be just a podcast. I want it to be like a brand or like, yeah. a, you know, uh, I want to do like skits and funny videos and stuff. And I just want the podcast to be just one of our avenues and one of our one piece of our content that we put out. And I want to be able to do other things as well. Well, yeah, and see, like and the, have you, that one all-encompassing channel. Yeah, and the, yeah, exactly. And so the YouTube channel becomes sort of this own its own like incestuous uh, uh, marketing tool where it's it's the podcast, it's the videos, it's whatever. If you guys start doing something exactly. else, you know, if or even if you guys, fall I have into this great. Else, I have this great idea of first get. We have tons of others, so I don't mind giving this one away because it's going to be difficult to do anyways. We're yeah. not going to be able to do it for a while. <laughs> but I have this great idea where I want to do like. I want to parody like a medicinal ad, like like a drug ad or something, yeah. and just have the symptoms like get great and the side effects just get like more and more ridiculous and crazier <laughs> while we're just dancing and having a good time. Yeah, of 
and I have so many ideas I want to do with it. I'm hoping that we can eventually get that out, but it's difficult. We're like, well, you're like, like dancing in a club and they're talking and like you guys all like shoot. People are dropping dead. Yeah, and you're it's... shooting blood out of your asshole out of like a hose with like a hundred, <laughs> like 150 psi, like blowing holes in your shorts. Yeah, I see it already. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good stuff, man. Yeah, and you know, and I like I said, I I'm hoping there will be some collaborative shit coming between all of us at some point as long as i can said someday get out of my house get out of here i gotta get out of here uh before we uh <laughs> wrap up um yeah i wanted to hear a little bit about your uh background in music because i know you you've messed around with music a lot haven't you oh yeah oh man this is yeah um yeah, I did. If you have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, that's fine. We're only at 40 okay. minutes, and this will be where most people check out anyway. Um, I, uh, okay, so, like, I started out, I was really into making beats. My first beat was a, like, I used a Parliament sample off of a record. I was probably, like, 12, I think. <clears throat> And I had like a, I had an analog sampler, which I don't know if you've ever seen, but it uses a cassette tape basically. Uh, and I know, I'm sure you've seen a cassette tape, but so instead of the tape being wound around both, you know, both wheels in the cassette, it's actually just a loop. That's where the term loop comes from is that like, instead yeah. of it being two separate sides feeding each other, it's a short piece of magnetic media that revolves around those two wheels and the sampler would allow you to kind of slow down and speed up how you do that. And then, uh, I, so I started out with that and then I kind of start, and then I started using acid, uh, which to this day I'm recording this podcast on acid. Not, I haven't taken acid. I mean the software, uh, like acid pro. Yeah. I have taken acid on this podcast before, but not this one. Um, the, <laughs> uh, so, you know, I started out with like analog samplers and, you know, turntables and all of that. And then, you know, I, you know, I, I did, I, I just goofed around with like every, I've owned a bazillion different drum machines and I made music forever. All the music on the podcast, my intro and my outro are beats I made, but I just kind of got to the point, um, you know, it was like sort of in my early twenties, there were like a lot of people around here. I was able to make music with a lot of like experimental stuff, more like straightforward hip hop kind of stuff, making beats. Um, the problem was I put a studio in my house. This is like 2005, I think 2006, I put a studio in my house and then I found out that there isn't an amount of money that I could be paid to sit and listen to most of the people who paid me to come do get studio time because their shit was so terrible. And, uh, and then, you know, everybody kind of left it all kind of dispersed and I just kind of stopped making music. And there was like a three or four, five, six year lag there. And then in 2016, I was like, Oh, I've got all this equipment laying around. What am I going to do with it? You know? And I, you know, uh, several hard drives full of beats and loops and sounds and breaks and shit. And so I just started doing a podcast like that was literally like what I did with the time. Cause I just kind of hit an age where I was like, I'm not sure I can tell people I'm a rapper anymore and you know, earn a living. <laughs> so I just started. Yeah. It's like a one to one from like making beats to, you know, 
doing the podcast. There was just sort of this gap in my ability to be creative. And I play guitar a bit. Um, but it's just my ability to motivate myself to sit down and continue working on it. It's like anything, you know, you sort of, you get distracted. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's very know. similar to how, I'm, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say too. And that's, that's sort of kind of what I use the live streams for, which I will do more of in the future is I kind of use those to be like, at least be like, Hey, here's this old weird beat I made with a, you know, the, temptation sample and i'll use it at the end of the live stream but other than that yeah i may i I think i'm kind of out of that business there's so many people doing it better than what i had going on anyway i was gonna say uh it it reminds me a lot of how me and uh camden got our podcast started because you know i had been a huge podcast fan and so was he and we both kind of like some of the same like la comics and stuff like that so we had that in common and, you know, he had this studio set up because he was like, you know, rapping and making music and making beats. Oh, yeah. And he was what he, you know, he made a post about, you know, since he stopped doing music and he has all this equipment, he might as well start a podcast. Does anyone have any ideas or are interested? And I was like, well, I've been talking about wanting to do a podcast for a while now. I just didn't know where to start. So I met, I, you know, I tried a message and, um, you know, we talked about it for a few months and then we just fucking, he got the equipment and we just started trying to get into it. That's... And the funny thing is we never, we never used any of his equipment. We like, we bought all the equipment. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> See, yeah, that was a big deal for me was, I was like the most new shit I'm going to buy is I, so I bought articulating microphone arms to go on the desk, but yeah, my mixer and now I'm going to have to get that damn roadcaster since you guys showed me how well it works. But yeah, my mixer, the computer, so the computer that we're recording this audio into right now, I bought in 2005 and the reason it's still working is because it's never been on the internet. I was just telling my friend that was here helping me set this up about that because I heard it on one of your podcasts recently. Yeah, I was like, dude, this guy has had this computer since like 2004. Yeah, and it still runs flawlessly because it's never been infected with internet aids. It's never, ever, ever been on the internet for any reason. And even when I turn it on, sometimes it's like, you want to check for updates? I'm like, if I let you check for updates, you would melt into a solid block of plastic. You are not ready for what the (laughs) internet is now. (laughs) Like the ethernet, like if I, as soon as I plugged in the ethernet, it would just bubble into a pile of molten goo. Yeah, it's yeah, but and see, so it's so it is similar. And I wonder how many of us are out there who are like, oh, you know, I was doing music and doing this and this and this. But then, you know, you have you basically have the equipment on hand to do a podcast, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm and uh, it's definitely been a nice tool to like, you know, plug my music and stuff, too. So I feel like everything that I've done, like between music and then kind of wanting to get into comedy by doing this podcast and then. You know, beatboxing, all that together is kind of like coalesced, whatever word you want to use. Yeah, into this, uh, it all comes together, and I've I've tried to utilize everything that I have in my arsenal. Like, you know, I use this podcast for my music. I beatboxed for the intro, and then, you know, I've gotten beatboxers on and been able to kind of venture into the beatboxing scene and talk to some of those guys. Okay, that and was you. That's to, a, I get I don't to attempt to be funny. Yeah, and I don't mean to cut you off, but that I actually, today, I was like, I was like, I guess, I guess maybe when I first heard it, I thought maybe it was some sort of like generic beatbox that you guys had gotten. That's you on the intro though, huh? 
Yeah, it's um. That shit is sick. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's sick. Thank you. Yeah. No, that. Yeah, that shit is dope. I liked it. I yeah, I had no idea where that had came from. I Thank know you. you guys had spoken to some beatboxers before. Um. Yeah, it's just and and but I think I think that's the way forward, man. And I think that's what's going to end up happening to me is that I just I don't know how long I can continue to just do the podcast over the phone before I have to evolve it into like a live streaming event, doing more music, doing skits. I have a skit planned where my cat is a sheriff in my house. I've been in here a long time, though, so I have to take all of my <laughs> ideas with a massive dose of salt. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. We're almost at 50 minutes, and I can promise that uh, I can't upload anything more than an hour to my stupid podcast server. Okay. So I will say this, though. Uh, but thank you. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I encourage everyone to go listen to Babylon and Dablin and then, oh yeah. And you go ahead, go ahead with whatever you wanted, but please do not forget to plug all your shit. Cause we should have done that at the beginning. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, so if you guys want to keep up with my music, I make witch house and wave music and you know, so just dark electronic music. Basically you can find me at soundcloud.com slash hazard wave. That's H A Z A R D W A V E. Um, there's links to my other socials there. Uh, you can stream my music on Spotify or SoundCloud, or you can buy it. It's up to you. Um, we also have everything uploaded now to our uh, Subgoth Bandcamp. And um, I have uh, all my music and shirts, hats, everything available there. And if you want to follow the podcast, that's uh, B-A-B-B-L-I-N, D-A-B-B-L-I-N. We also have merch, and that is, on, uh, that is pinned to the top of our Facebook Beautiful. Babbling and dabbling. Scott, thank you so much, sir. I really appreciate you. I appreciate both of you guys for taking a flyer to be affiliated with a podcast that is mostly people making jokes about dolphins raping people. I don't know how I got here, <laughs> but I'm just going to keep doing it. <laughs> gonna... uh, we definitely need to do this again, man. I had a lot of fun. Um, I feel like there's so much more to talk about, so we'll definitely do another episode if you're down with that. Yeah, absolutely, and, man. Uh, eventually, yeah. I would love once this pandemic is uh, once we're once we're in the AP or AC, um, <laughs> I would like to uh, definitely get in person together and uh, do some po- you know collaborate, do some oh. podcasts on yours and on mine and stuff like that. So of of course, man. Time, bud. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, and it's an open invitation for either one of you guys, or if you guys want to do another one all together or whatever, I'm down. And thank you again. I am going to end this phone call and the podcast at the same time. Is there anything else you need to get off your chest? Um, I would just say that I would avoid getting UTIs. I would avoid breaking or bruising or fracturing a rib. That's what a pain in the ass to get over. I'm just starting to get over that. Oh, fuck. And, I uh, completely fuck forgot to bring that up. Listen to Babbling and Dabbling so you can hear about how Scott destroyed his insides. I completely forgot to bring that up, man. And uh, <laughs> although that's a great that's you know what? That's a great uh, that's a great segue to the end of the podcast and an encouragement for anyone listening to this to go listen to Babbling and Dabbling. I hope you feel better, sir. Thank you, bud. All right, man. Good night. Take care. All right, Scott from Babbling and Dabbling. Actually, he's getting his Joe Rogan on there. I think they're about to record an episode of Babbling and Dabbling right now. You should go check that out. That was Scott. I am Graham. I think we've done enough damage here. Uh, Good long one today. A good one. And it was nice talking to someone who isn't someone who's in my house that I've been in forever. Good night, everyone. Welcome. 
One gram. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast. Welcome. One gram. Welcome. One one gram. Welcome. One gram. Welcome to the One Gram Army podcast.